Chapter 10. The Grand Circle. Everyone in the clearing cheered and whooped regardless of what mine they were from. Jack was grabbed by the arm, and he jerked away quickly. Mala was standing beside Jack, who was nearly bouncing with excitement on his good leg. Tyron, this is Grand Circle. Come, watch new leader be chosen. Everyone in the clearing put down their bowls and gathered in a massive circle, leaving an empty space in the center. Hundreds of dirty, unwashed men, all huddled together anxiously awaiting what was about to happen. A Paul walked to the center of the circle, while Mala led Jack near the back of the crowd. Left mine and right, A Paul shouted. It is time for the Grand Circle! Everyone in the crowd went nuts, with cheers, whooping, and applause. Jack didn't know how to respond. He stood awkwardly toward the back of the crowd, studying everyone. Left mine, it is time to choose your champion! The men from Jack's side of the room buzzed with excitement as a taller, sickly-looking man walked from the crowd. Cheers came from left mine, while boos and heckles came from the right. Apollo waved his hands to settle down the crowd. All right, all right. Left mine, your champion has risen. Now it is time for my champion to arise. He snapped his finger and a short but lean man came from the right mind's crowd. Oh, that's how it works. This was going to be a battle of the alphas. For some reason, Jack was looking forward to seeing this fight. Not for the prospect of seeing men beat on each other, but because for once, he wouldn't have to get involved. Watching other people fight would actually be kind of relaxing. No responsibility. Jack felt a tug on his arm, and it made him think about Annie. I wonder how she's doing. Is she alright? If only I could get in contact with them just once, he thought. A creepy voice in his ear shook him from his train of thought. Mala has been waiting for this moment. Such exciting. At this point, Jack was used to Mala's incomplete sentences. He didn't even need a translation power to understand what he meant by such exciting. Such exciting pretty much described the entire crowd as energetic cheers filled the cave. Apollo gave a nod, which seemed to indicate that the two fighters may start at any time. They both took their stances, raising their arms and bending their knees slightly. The taller left mind representative took the first swing. His punch made contact with right mind's jaw, and the men fell to the ground. Then he rose to his knees and tackled left mind, throwing dust into his face as he tried to get up. The taller man kicked the shorter man, who went flying backwards. Mala tugged on Jack's arm again. Both brutes. Neither have useful power. Interesting. This fight was not going to be very exciting. Unless they were to use their powers creatively somehow. That didn't seem likely. Jack leaned down. So, why is our guy fighting someone from right mind? What's the deal with these champions? It is initiation, tall one. For new leader. Yeah, but why would our guy have to fight someone from right mind? Don't we just choose our leader? Right mind threw dust in left mind's face. Again. Because if right mind wins, right mind becomes leader of left mind. Champion must win. I see, Jack said, folding his arms. Left mind dug his fist into the ground, pulling up a chunk of dirt and throwing it at the other man, who reflected it easily. Left mind continued throwing dirt, while right mind slowly made his way toward him. He deflected each chunk of dirt with his left hand while he held his right in the air beside him. 
Jack felt a slight breeze. In the cave? There was wind in the cave? This had to be the work of the right mind's champion. The wind became stronger as a ball of concentrated air and dust gathered right above right mind's hand. Well, looks like he's not a brute after all, Jack said, leaning down so Mala could hear. Mala looked horrified. Mala thought it would be a fair fight. Mala thought Champion would beat Red Man. No one stronger than Champion. Must help. Must help! Mala pushed through the crowd, making his way toward the center where the fighting was taking place. Oh no, he's gonna get himself killed. Jack thought as he began to follow. Mala reached the front of the crowd and was hit by a blast of wind and dirt along with everyone else. Everyone was knocked over by the blast, including the left mind's champion. Even weakened, Jack wasn't about to be knocked over by some wind. He wasn't that weak yet. But for the sake of not making a spectacle of himself, he decided to fall over as the others did. Everyone rose to their feet to the sound of crashing in the wall. While everyone was still down, the right mind champion flung left mind into the wall and was beating on him until a portion of the wall caved in. The fight was over. Unfortunately, this meant that the right mind champion would be the new leader, which ultimately meant that Apoll would be the new leader. Left mind workers immediately began digging their champion out of the rubble, while Apoll made his way to the center of the clearing. Left mind, it looks like your champion has failed. But I am not satisfied with how quickly that match was over. It must be more entertaining than that. Let us try again. You may choose another champion to represent the left mind, but this challenge is to the death. Gasps and nervous commotion could be heard from the left mind's crowd. What was his game? What was he actually getting at here? Apoll clearly knew that Jack could beat anyone in this mine, including himself. Why would he beat down another person in left mine? Just to prove a point? Surely they wouldn't pick Jack as their champion. They'd never seen him fight and barely know him. Was he trying to beat fear into these people so they'd submit to him, no matter the outcome? This man was a mystery. A mystery that was apparently growing impatient. I grow tired of this buzzing. You choose a champion now, or I will choose one for you. Well, that's not fair, Jack thought. He didn't even give them a moment to think about it. Time's up. I will choose. He hummed and held his chin, then pointed in the crowd. Everyone split where he pointed, obviously not wanting to be the one chosen, until the split ended with Mala, who was still struggling to his feet. His bum leg seemed to be stuck in a hole. He froze when he realized he had been chosen. He didn't move. No one said a word. There was an unspoken disbelief that Apoll would choose Amala to be their champion. A person so weak, they lost their actual name and was given a description instead. A moment passed as everyone looked from Mala to Apoll and back to Mala. Apoll nodded his head, giving an evil smirk. He scanned the crowd until he locked eyes with Jack. That was his game. From their brief conversation and his actions in the Colosseum, Apoll must have sensed weakness in Jack. Weakness to Apoll would be called mercy to Jack. He knew Jack wouldn't let anyone die under his watch. This was obvious by the fact that he publicly disobeyed the prince's orders to kill him. Sneaky devil. He was smarter than he gave him credit for. 
Jack was now backed into a corner. Two options. Save Mala, becoming the leader of Left Mind, but also the enemy of the entire Right Mind. Or leave Mala to die and stay invisible as a miner until he eventually expired. That option would certainly be easier. Just put his head down to work, don't talk to anyone, don't reveal his true strength, and don't be bothered. This was certainly the type of job where you could do that. But he really only had one option. Apal knew that. Jack raised his hand and broke the silence. I'll fight, he said, causing everyone in the clearing to look at him. There goes his anonymity. What was that? I didn't quite hear you, Apal said with a triumphant smile. I said I'll fight in this place. There's no need for Amala to die today. You know good and well who would win that fight. Jack's tone was reserved. He knew what was coming. So you're telling me that you are going to take the place of this worthless Mala? You're telling me that you would rather participate in a fight to the death than to let a useless, worthless Mala fight? It would be of no consequence to any of you if the Mala dies, but you're telling me that you actually want to take his place. Jack nodded his head. Yeah, I do, he said. Appal, the entirety of right mind, and their champion burst out into maniacal laughter. Some of them were even rolling on the floor they were laughing so hard. Do as you wish, you idiot. This will be an entertaining match, no doubt. That last sentence was not for Jack. The applause and cheers of the right mind made it clear that it was instead for them. While the right mind cheered and applauded Apal's showmanship, the left mind simply stared at Jack, whispering among themselves with awestruck expressions on their faces. Jack didn't even want to know what they were saying about him. They probably thought he was stupid, too. He got one glance at Mala before he walked to the center of the circle to face his opponent. Mala looked at Jack with utter disbelief. Maybe mercy is just a weakness. But it's a weakness Jack was proud to live with. He took his stance and Apal nodded, signaling the beginning of the match. Rightmind didn't give him much time to think strategy. He charged forward, swinging wildly at Jack, missing him every time. It wasn't difficult for Jack to dodge the haymakers and wild fists he threw. After about thirty seconds of missing every punch, Rightmind had finally had enough. He held out his hand in the air, which Jack grabbed before anything could collect in the center. Jack twisted his arm, causing the man to bend over from the pain. He began walking forward, applying pressure to the man's elbow, bringing him to his knees. The man laid flat on his stomach, still being held in place by his opponent. Jack looked up at Apal, who had a sour expression on his face, and let the man go. He began walking back toward the left side of the cave. There was no way that man could have fought back when Jack was using pressure points. To the crowd, it must have looked like the man had just given up and laid down. They all looked confused, and the whispers became more intense. A collective gasp filled the room as right mind kicked Jack square in the back. Jack went flying forward, trailing dirt as he fell face first to the ground. Okay, maybe he shouldn't turn his back on his opponent so quickly. Maybe not at all. Right mind ran up to stomp on Jack's head before he got up, but Jack caught his leg. He kicked the other one out, causing right mind to fall. They were now both rolling on the ground in a race to see who would get to their feet first. Jack won, 
and sent the man sliding across the floor with a kick. A cloud of dust formed in the trail the man made. Jack tried looking through the dust with extra vision. No luck. Then the dust was sucked in by right mind's power. Oh, shoot. It was go time. Jack had a number of things he could have done, though something had been nagging at his brain all day. When he was branded with the lion, as it seemed everyone in this mine had been, he used the twisted doctor's power, the green electricity the man called the spark. That was why he had so many powers. He could close the gap with a little bit of super speed he possessed, close the man's hand and make him eat it. Or he could try out this new copying power he discovered. He didn't have long to think about it. The ball of dust in the right mind's hand was growing larger with every second. Eh, what's the harm? If it didn't work, he could always revert to plan B, beating him to a pulp. Jack held his hand in the air, and to both his and right mind's surprise, air began to gather in his hand. It swirled and became heavier and larger. Jack was collecting air and dust much more quickly than the right mind's champion. Right mind cupped his free hand over the ball of dust and let loose. Luckily, by this time, Jack had grown his spinning dust ball so large that he could barely contain it in his hand. He let loose right as a wave of dust and pressurized air reached his face. The air stopped and was repelled backwards into the right side of the cave, knocking everyone over, including a Paul. The force of the blast was so intense that it sent the right mind's champion flying into the wall behind the crowd of people watching. His body slammed into the wall and caused a bit of it to break off and bury him in the rubble. How ironic. Apollo rose to his feet, fuming. He walked over to Jack with a dangerous expression on his face. He shoved his finger into Jack's chest, which happened to be head height for Apollo. If you think this changes anything, Apollo said in a hushed tone, you're wrong. You may be their leader, but we are not equals. He huffed once and turned away walking toward the right side of the room. Left mine, he said, not even facing them. You have your leader. The left side of the room erupted in cheers as all of them rushed Jack, slapping his back and congratulating him. Some of them were even in tears. Obviously, they had expected Apollo to be leading them. That definitely would have sucked for everyone. Mala pushed through the crowd. Well, actually, hobbled through the crowd to make it to Jack. Tarwin, you have become leader. Wonderful, wonderful. Good leader, a tough. One of the men around Mala heard him say this and began chanting. Soon enough, they were all chanting, Leader, a tough. Leader, a tough. Jack grabbed Mala's shoulders. What does that even mean? He said, practically shouting over the men's chanting. A bright smile broke across Mala's face. It means defender of the weak. Jack was taken aback. That was quite the title. It didn't really do much. To Jack, that was just another whatever day it was. Gosh, had he really lost track of the days? Mala tugged on his arm again. Atav, choose your people. Jack's brow ruffled. My people? What does that mean? When Jack spoke, the whole crowd around him silenced, as if they were ordered to. It was dead silent in the cave. But why? Why wouldn't the right mind be making noise? Jack looked around to see that the right mind had cleared out of the cave entirely. And where is everyone? I mean, 
and looked around to see the huge crowd of people. Everyone else. It's a time to sleep it off, Mala said. Then why isn't everyone going to wherever we sleep? No one will sleep until you choose people, Mala said matter-of-factly. What does that mean, though? What does people mean? Mala tapped his chin, seemingly searching for an appropriate explanation. Leader has people by side. People for protection, people for extra work, people for counsel. You must choose. It was beginning to make sense in Jack's mind. The two minds were kind of like gangs. They were rivals at their core. Each gang had a leader, and each leader had his own personal posse. A few select individuals to follow him around and do what he said. I see, Jack said. In that case, I'll take the Mala. The whole crowd looked confused and began to whisper among themselves. Mala shook his head. No, no, no. Leaders choose strong. Leaders choose smart. Winners. Though he always struggled, Mala seemed to be struggling extra hard to get his words out. Leaders don't choose Mala. People here to protect leader. Mala cannot. Mala gestured to a few other sickly-looking men in the crowd. Leader must choose strong, not Mala. Most of the people in the crowd nodded their heads in agreement. Jack shook his head. No, I understand what usually happens. The leader picks a crew of the strongest in the mind to protect him. The men nodded their heads again. But I don't need protection. I understand what I'm supposed to do. He tapped on his chest with both hands. But I am a Toth, protector of the weak. I will keep a crew of people around me not for the protection of myself, but for their protection. He gestured to the group of Mala. Everyone in the crowd looked confused. He felt like he had said enough, but obviously not. Don't worry about me, left mine. If any in the right mine attack us, I will snap them like twigs as I have done today. That did it. Everyone in the crowd, including the Mala, began to cheer and chant his title once again. Atoth, Protector of the Weak. <laughs>